Good morning, saints. The word of God says that we are crushed, pressed, and trampled down. Actually, not trampled down. It says we are crushed, pressed on every side, but we are not defeated. Even in your moments where you feel like that you are crushed and you are pressed in every side, but know that, that you shall not be defeated, that you are not defeated, that the Lord God Almighty inside of you, he is mighty to save, that he always delivers you, that he's always made you to be more than conqueror. David says that in Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. Hallelujah. David said that I sought unto the Lord, verses 3, I sought unto the Lord God Almighty and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. The Lord, it is the Lord that delivers Good morning, saints. May God bless you. We bless the, whole, the Lord God Almighty for his word today. We bless the Lord God Almighty, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the one that has overcome every evil, the one that delivers us at all the times, the one that taught all the plans of the enemy, the one that shamed Satan and showed him that he's nothing, the one that shamed the witches, the one that shamed the wicked, the one that shamed the one that opposes you, the one that defeats the ones that are attack you, the one that torment the tormentors, your tormentors, the one that persecute your persecutors, the one that destroys the, your destroyers. This is the Lord God Almighty whom we serve, who gives you victory all the time through Christ Jesus, because we've been made to be more than conquerors. The word of God say that we have a victory that overcome the world in Jesus' mighty name. The word of God say that we have overcome them by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. There's no way that a child of God can be defeated. The word of God, he says that each and every battle that comes before you, each and every attack that comes before you, the Lord looks at it and he's wasted and he says that this, my child will overcome it. There is a purpose. Whatever battle that comes with to you, don't say that you are cursed. Don't say that the Lord has forsaken you. Don't say that uh, misfortune has come upon you. Know that each and every battle or attack or every or, or torment or persecution that comes upon you, the Lord has allowed it. There's a purpose for it. The Lord want to teach you something. The Lord want to use that battle and that persecution to elevate you. The Lord want to teach you something so that you can teach something to the body of Christ Jesus. The Lord want to expose you to the taxes and, and, and the ways of Satan. How he destroys the body of Christ Jesus. When God allows that to happen to you, he knows that it will not overtake you. He knows that it shall not destroy you. I tell you today, I prophesy upon you, upon your life today, that whatever battle that it looks like it's hard, whatever struggle that they put upon you, whatever the torment that you put upon you, that it looks like it's hard, whatever persecution that they put upon you today, that looks like it's hard, I prophesy upon you that you come out of this thing, that thing, that you overcome it, that you overcome it because it is allowed by God. You belong to God. You are a child of God. God has allowed it and he saw you overcome it. God wants to teach you something out of that thing so that 
that you can teach the body of Christ, so that you can expose the tactics of Satan. You are not cursed. God did not give you, make you to be saved, to be suffered. No, 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 no. It is just for a momentary time. Remember the Lord God Almighty. He says that he has created Pharaoh to destroy. He says that he has destroyed. He has created the subject of his elevation. Remember in Romans 12, Romans 11 and 12, the Lord said that he, he is the one that appoint the subject of his glory and he's the one that appoint the subject of his right. He says that Pharaoh, I'm the one that made. Herod, I'm the one that made. Even Satan is the, is the one that God has made. But also God is the one that made Joseph for elevation. God is the one that made Jacob for elevation. God is the one that made glory. I mean, David for glory. You are not as child of God. God always delivers in any season and in every situation where you find yourself. Do not say to yourself, oh my God, what is happening? God is with you. Remember, you are more than a conqueror. Whatever battle that comes your way, whatever struggle that comes your way, whatever suffering that comes your way, whatever pain that comes from you, it is allowed by Yahweh, God Almighty, because he saw you overcome it. God does everything for his will. We are his subject for the glory and the praise of his name. When you go through that, you just pray and say, God, let your glory be manifested in this that I'm going through. And Lord, let me not stay long in this that I'm going through, but let your glory be manifested speedily. Let your purpose, why you allowed me to go through these things, be revealed and let your glory be manifested speedily to the praise of your name. Hallelujah. We're learning about the West Gate today. Hallelujah. Let me read the word of God in... Um, Moshata Kalabasinta, First Corinthians twenty six. Moshata Kalabasinta, verse sixteen. Moshata Kelebe Sita Kalabashinda. It says, I'm reading First Corinthians, First Chronicles twenty six, verse sixteen. It says, To Shapin and Hosa, the Lord came forth westward with the gate of Shaleket by the causeway of the going up. Watch against, watch against. Let me read it again. To Shapin and Hosa, the Lord came forth westward with the gate Shalekelet by the causeway of the going up. Watch against it. Watch. This is one gate that was so heavily protected. This is one gate where the Lord commanded the children of Israel saying that the west gate, I need you to watch upon it. All the other gates did not have double protection. They were not doubly watched. But the west gate, it was watched double. It was doubly, it was protected double times than all the other gates. And this gate, the west gate, it is the gate of deliverance. Hallelujah. Remember, we're studying about physical things, but they have a spiritual meaning. This is the gate where the Lord was commanding, where the children of Israel will, will receive deliverance. This is the gate where the, the angels of deliverance will come and deliver the children of the Lord God Almighty. And this is the gate in the spirit realm. This is the gate of your soul where deliverance is. The word of God says in Proverbs 4.23, Hallelujah. Let me read it. 
And the spirit of this gate, it is the spirit of rest. But I want you to read this one thing. What does the Lord God Almighty say about the soul? The heart, it represents the soul. Proverbs 4.23, it says, Keep the heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Out of your heart comes what the issues of life Every issue pertaining to your life, it comes from your heart. It comes from your soul. The heart and the soul, it's one thing. Remember, where your heart is, where your soul is, there are magnets that magnetize anything that you need. So where your soul is also, that is the entrance of evil. Hence, the word of God, it questions us that in our hearts, do not hold impulse for a man in your heart. Because some of us, we hold impulse of men. We think about our lovers so much, so much. It goes to our heart and it opens our soul. It becomes open for evil to, to stay in our hearts. Our heart has to hold one inclination and one implication impulse that is the word of god if there's something that you're going to hold and think about and ponder upon in your heart it is the word of god and it is not your boyfriend that looks like uh uh, uh, with six pack and everything if you do that you're opening up your soul for all kind type of evil it's not only lust but all other things and also the heart the soul that is where wicked men and wicked women they enter through and which is through and to plant things in your soul in your life because your soul, it is the doorway of deliverance. But is your soul, it is also the doorway of bondage. How does bondage happen in your heart? When you hold the impulse of men in your heart. And then the other impulse, when you hold the impulse of one man in your heart, the other impulse of other men, it comes in your heart. You will be surprised sometimes. Some people, it happens in the subconscious level in their mind. You will be surprised where you find yourself. You think about your auntie. That is in the village. You ask yourself what it is happening. What is happening? Do not take that lightly. Pray because now evil bondage is being planted in your soul. It's being planted in your soul because the soul it is like plastic. It is pliable. That's why it it takes it attracts anything. So the soul, whatever words that you plant on the soul, it stick. Whatever words that you spoken on the soul, that's why the word of God, the Lord told a cushion Joshua said that God what you hear, God what you see, because the soul it has a spirit, it attracts anything, it attracts anything, whether bad or good, it attracts it. So now when you hold cherish impulses of human inside of of of, of human impulses of emotions of other people. Think, just imagine what is your soul attracting them because you're at your soul that's where soul ties happens your soul attracts it 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 it, it takes the bondage of that person that you're holding in your heart and in your soul that it it stays inside you it gets ties to you it gets cemented into your soul now it's not only your soul it is the soul of that other person and now that person can speak whatever they want into their life they can plant even witchcraft they can plant poverty they can plant sickness that because your soul is open up i get shocked i will speak about it it's, it's it's kind of like controversy but i will speak about it you find sometimes men of god or women of god find the liberty to speak to the soul of their congregates that thing i'm trying to find a scripture in the Bible, I'm trying to find a man of God in the Bible that did it, that when or where God commanded, say that, go and speak to the soul of a person. 
that thing it is sin that thing it open up it causes the children of god to be vulnerable you can't come to a soul or whether it's through a dream you tell a child of god and you have access because if you are in a prophetic domain you have access to to to, to the souls god is entrusting the souls of his children into your hands for you to come and speak to the soul of children or to, to impose dream or to make suggestion and then you don't close that that door it it open up a door for any wicked man to come with occultism and plant into the souls. You're destroying the souls of the children of God. That must stop in the body of Christ Jesus. It must stop in the body of Christ Jesus. And you find also men, men or any person saying that, okay, I'm vowing myself to be single. And then they vow themselves to serve, but they know they're getting gratification sexually through the soulless connection, through soulless relationship. They get soulless, I mean, sexual pleasure through the soul by connecting their soul to other men and women and it's it gratify their physical body it's the same like as physical sex because it is attached to their soul and their mind is preoccupied about it we need to guard our soul that's why the lord god almighty said guard your heart guard your soul for out of it comfort the issues of life evil enters through the heart you need to guard your heart. Your heart is your soul. That's where evil enters and that's where wickedness gets planted. You need to guard and ask uh, God who you expose your soul to. Even that boyfriend was, check him, check the spirit inside of him. Check the spirit inside of him and guard your heart. Let your heart be reserved for the word of God only. Because if you're going to reserve it, you always be cherishing the thoughts of your boyfriend and putting it and pounding it in your heart. You're opening up your soul for a lot of things and it will be difficult for it to, it will take time for you to close it. May God, if your soul is open up, may God grant you the grace and close your soul. May the Lord send angels like he did with Job. May the Lord send angels like he did with Job. That soul that is open up, that which the devil meant it for evil, may the Lord turn it out for your good. If your soul is open up, you will see angels coming up and down from heaven, coming up on your soul, coming up from, from heaven. Because now your soul is open, it is like an open heaven and then the Lord will come manifest himself upon you and you will see angels coming up and down. I know I'm speaking strange things but the holy spirit will make you to understand these are the things of the spirit the word of god say that the west gate it is the gate of deliverance and on the west gate there is three entrances there is the entrance of god there is the entrance of god and then there is the entrance of asha and the entrance of natalie in jesus mighty name and god said that upon this word i stand and god he was the one also where the lord god almighty was telling him that he will be like kind of like guarding his his brothers hence the word of god say that the uh, the west gate it's supposed to be watch amongst all the other gates but there is some people uh, a, a person the word of God say that Jacob when he saw the letter of angels Jacob you must remember he was at the when he saw the letter of angels going up and down from heaven he was at the west gate Jacob was seeking deliverance from God Jacob was running away from Saul remember that Jacob he twisted soul. He tricked soul. I mean, I mean, not soul. He tricked Esau. 
Jacob tricked Esau. He took the birthright of Esau. And now Esau wanted to kill him. And now Esau sent his son to go and kill him. Because they say, it says that the son of Esau was a mighty warrior. And Esau sent his son to kill Jacob. And Jacob was running away. He was running to his uncle Laban. And as he was running, he, he came to a place to the west gate where he seek for the deliverance of the Lord God Almighty. You know that's why God said that when you seek deliverance, rest. Because the matter, it is not in your hands. It is in the hands of God Almighty. You rest when you seek the, the deliverance of the Lord God Almighty. He came to the gate, the western gate. It says that if you read there, the gate where, where, where Jacob was, it was the west gate. And he came and rested at the west gate. And as he was resting, sleeping on that stone, he saw the angels heavens open and the angels coming up and down from heaven that is was a sign from the lord jesus christ that he will possess his inheritance hence the word of god say that the house of jacob shall possess their possession the house of jacob shall inherit their inheritance and it is a sign where the lord jesus christ said that in first i think it's john 1 51 let me read it mashata kelebe sita kalabashita mashata kalabashita kalabashita ke I'm reading John 1 51. It says, And he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Why did the Lord Jesus Christ say this? The Lord Jesus Christ wanted to show us that he is the key and the, 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 the opening door to your heavens and for you to receiving your promises. The Lord Jesus came to Job at that time, I mean, I mean to Jacob at that time when he was sleeping at the stone. Remember, Jacob had fear. He had fear that he has robbed Esau. He had fear and, and Esau's son took all the wealth of Jacob. Jacob tried to negotiate with the Esau's son not to kill him and uh, for him to spare his life. He had to give all the wealth that he had to Jacob to 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 son and jacob was left with nothing he is sleeping on a stone and as he's sleeping on a stone he see heavens open and angels coming down and up and down when you've sinned when you have inflicted and your soul has been opened because now that this deception it opened up the soul of jacob and jacob is like now poverty has entered him deception has entered him and fear has entered him and satan has a legal right to stop jacob from possessing his possession and he is already dispossessing of his possession because Esau's son took all his wealth from him and now Satan said that yeah Jacob I found you you will dwell and rest in poverty that's when the Lord Jesus Christ comes say that I am the deliverer when they have condemned you and say that you will have shame when they have condemned you and say that you will stay in poverty forever when they have condemned you and they have laughed at you and they have mocked you and they have disgraced you and say that this Jesus of yours will not do anything for you the Lord comes to you as the promise keeper the Lord comes to you as the one that opens up your heaven and he will cause you, he will cause the heaven to come and the, the angels to come up and down to bring wealth unto you and to cause you to possess your possessions. Remember, 
the sons of wickedness, the spirit of wickedness, it accuses the brethren from possessing their possession. It accuses the brethren, the brethren from entering their promised land. But the Lord sent his angels. The Lord comes as the deliverer. He came as a deliverer to Jacob when he caused those angels to come and down and say that, hey, it was a remember to, to reminder to him to say that you, Jacob, there is a nation inside of you. Even if the nation inside of you have sinned, even if the nation inside of you is, is, is afflicted with lots of affliction or possessed with lots of affliction, I, the Lord of the heavens, I, the Lord, I, Jesus, the Lord that opened up the heavens, I will release my angels. They will help you. They will cause you to possess your possession in spite of what the devil says. Hallelujah. Isn't he a wonderful God? The Lord Jesus, hence the word of God says that they shall be saved by the name of Jesus Christ. They shall be saved. The, everyone that call on the name of Jesus Christ shall not be filled with shame. He that call on the name of Jesus Christ shall be delivered. They shall be saved. The Lord God Almighty also, there is one that was sitting on the west gate as well. Hallelujah. That is Isaac. The word of God say that Isaac, Moshata Kalabasita, unlike Esau, Moshata Kalabasinda, he was circumcised at a young age. Esau was circumcised. The Lord came with a covenant unto Abraham after Esau was born. And Esau, I think he was uh, 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 more than 21 years old. That's when Esau got circumcised. And Isaac was circumcised according to the custom of the Jew when he like, I think 12 years. That's where the Jews circumcised uh, 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 their children when they end 12. And I, I, I mean, Esau would mock Isaac every day and tell him that I don't think that you are a real Hebrew because you got circumcised when you were 12 years. You were not conscious of what you were doing. You did not understand what you were doing. You do not worship Yahweh with your pure heart because you are a child. You do not understand what you were doing. And this used to hinder Isaac so much in his heart. It used to cause him pain because Isaac loved the Lord with all of his heart and he could not take the mocking and the torment of Esau. Can you see the spirit of Esau, of the sons of Esau? They always mock righteousness. That when somebody is possessed by the spirit of Esau, it mocks righteousness. It mocks purity. It mocks holiness. It mocks the ways of Yahweh, the spirit of Yahweh in the children of God. So that is was the spirit that was in Esau. He was mocking his brother all the time and saying, I don't think that you are a true Hebrew. You, you did it when you were small. You did not understand what you were doing. And it make Isaac to make, to you know, sometimes the Lord, the word of God say that man is condemned by their words. The word of God say that according to your words, you will fill your house with good treasures. According, it says that the righteous from the fruit of their lips fill their hearts, their house with good things. So this is the scenario what happened now with Isaac. What happened is Isaac out of anger said this to Esau. He said that, even if God could ask my father to sacrifice me today, just to prove to you that I'm a real Hebrew, I will say yes and I will allow for myself to be killed as a sacrifice to prove unto you that I'm a real Hebrew. And when he said that Satan was listening, 
And Satan went to ill as the accuser of the brethren. Satan always accuses. He's very legalistic. He always worked as a lawyer. He went to the courts of heaven and he went before the living God. And he said, he went and accused uh, 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 Isaac's uh, circumcision like Esau did before God Almighty. And he said to God, I don't think Isaac loves you the, the, uh, uh, well because he got circumcised when he was small. And the Lord always wants to show Isaac, I mean Satan that we really love him that he it is him that loves that cause you know what when you love the Lord it is not your works but it is God when you allow me it is God loving himself through you when you allow God to work in you it is the righteousness that we have it is not by works but it is by faith and by believing when you believe and, and have faith the Lord comes himself he works righteousness his righteousness through you so the Lord worked his love inside of Isaac the Lord entered Isaac and put his love inside him and returned back love through him through Isaac and then the devil went and accused the Lord uh, 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 Accused the Lord Isaac of not loving the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, Okay, go and ask Abraham to sacrifice him. I know that Isaac loved me. And go and test Abraham and his son. And uh, the Lord spoke, sent an angel to speak to Abraham to ask him to sacrifice Isaac. And now in that instant, now in that instant, Abraham and his son Isaac, they were pledged with an obedience unto Yahweh. They went to Mount Moriah. It says that Mount Moriah, that's where it is at the western gate. They went to Mount Moriah at the western gate. They went to the part and the depth of spiritually. They went to a certain depth and a special place in their soul, in the spiritual realm. That's what spiritually it signifies. They went to Mount Moriah at the western gate. And there they were plagued with obeying God. But inside their heart subconsciously, there was that fear as well and they said okay we are obeying God but there at Mount Mariah at the western gate that's when the Lord showed himself that's when the Lord comes and said that the Lord shall deliver the Lord shall provide the Lord came in the Lord chipped in when Satan thought that he has won, has won, when Satan thought that he was going to annihilate and destroy Isaac, that is the promise of the generation, that is the promise of the Messiah, that is the promise of the resurrection. Remember, Satan is always against the resurrection. Isaac represents the resurrection. Isaac represents the promise of the children of Abraham by faith. Isaac represents Jesus Christ. Isaac represents us, both the Jews and the Gentiles by faith faith it represented the descendant of salvation and satan wanted to destroy jesus christ again through isaac but the lord he stepped in and provided a sacrifice the lord delivered the nation of salvation delivered the nation of being born again the lord delivered the nation of the jews that believe in christ jesus the lord delivered a whole entire nation of the resurrection when he provided that 
sacrifice for, sacri for, for, for that sacrifice unto Abraham because Abraham saw the sacrifice of the Lord that the Lord provided of that ram that was standing on the tree. It was a miraculous provision of the Lord God Almighty because the Lord God Almighty, it says the angel of the Lord had to go and plead on behalf of Isaac and remind the Lord and say, as Abraham was praying, as he was preparing Isaac as a sacrifice there and praying and speaking unto Yahweh and saying that God Almighty, even though it's difficult, I give you my best, my heart, I give you my son as a sacrifice. As Abraham was saying those words, the angel of the Lord God Almighty reiterated and go, went back to the Yahweh, went back to the courts of heaven and reminded Yahweh that he's a merciful God and reminded Yahweh that he's a promise keeper and reminded Yahweh that he's a good God that when Yahweh released that ram for a sacrifice, and Isaac and Abraham were delivered from the hands of, the, of Satan. That's how a whole nation was delivered. The gate, the western gate, it is the gate where we find deliverance. And how do we find deliverance? You rest. You rest. You rest. If you pray and you fast, you do not pray and fast with anxiety, but you rest the same attitude. It was difficult for Isaac and Abraham to do that, but they were rested. They knew that their Redeemer lived. it. They knew that their Redeemer will come through. They knew that God Almighty will deliver them from that which was difficult for them. May God Almighty be your deliverer today as you trust him, as you pray. Know that God loves you. God loves you. If you were alone in the world, he was going to die for you as well. If you were alone just in this world, he was going to die for you alone. That's how much Yahweh loves you. The Lord Jesus Christ loves you. The Lord Jesus Christ loves you. You are the beloved of the Lord God Almighty. Today, right now, I decree and declare, just like Jehoshaphat, the Lord Jesus Christ is holding you on his chest and he's looking at you like this. He's looking at you like a man holding a child on his chest, on his hands. That's how much he's loved you. He's thinking about you 24-7 and he's thinking, how can I bless my my child how do i deliver my child how do i do goodness for my child this is how you should think of god almighty the lord jesus loves you he is pre he is love love is always preoccupied about thoughts of love the lord jesus christ love you saints the lord love you do not take the, 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 the love of God lightly and do not be anxious. It is well with you. May the Lord be, deliver you where you are plagued with evil. The word of God say that the Lord God Almighty shall deliver me from all evil. The Lord shall deliver you from all evil that they put on you. God is greater than witchcraft. God is greater than curses. God is greater than Satan. The Lord God Almighty said that no illegal curse shall stand upon you. Be blessed and have a blessed day. Shalom.